Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Hello, my smooners. How are you guys doing? Okay, so woo, today's episode is going to be quite exciting. Exciting because I have excellent news. I just love love. Love is so good. Um, so um, I think I told you guys, well, nothing I know. I've told you guys over and over again um, how I met my husband. And people like to, you know, when you, when people find out you're married, they want to know how you met your husband and all that. And you know, when you're younger, you have your little dream and fairy tale of, of how you want that to happen and things like that. You, you plan accordingly and, and wish that that's what happened. And obviously life just does what life does anyway. So Reminder, I met my husband on a dating website. I'm not going to say which one it is because um, I'm going to need them to see me with them coins before I do that. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. But no, I'm not going to say it. But um, I did tell my friends when they asked me, hey, you know, how did you meet your husband? And I told them, you know, I met him on a dating website and gave him the whole spill. So anyway, let me go back. So when I... um. When I when I told my friends that I was getting married, they were also happy. Most of them, I believe, were happy. And um, one of my friends came back and she was like, "Okay, so where did you meet? What dating site was it? Because I have a friend who wants to get married and just loves your story and this that, and other." And I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, okay." And um, so obviously, I told her and. Um, Dun, 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 dun. My friend told me today that her friend that she gave the info to is getting married. Ooh. Oh, I wish I had some sound effects. Ay. Anyway, pandemic love, oh, pandemic love. It's fantastic, isn't it? So, um, I'm just so happy. I'm so amazed. And, and I'm like, I feel like I'm like the little Cupid who put this whole thing together, got this to work. And the story is so wonderful. So she met her, uh, this guy on a dating website, the one obviously that I told her about, and, uh, they're getting married this year. It's a perfect match. Their families just blend together. I mean, it was just an amazing story. So yeah, I'm excited about that. And if I've told you about a dating website and you want to get married and you haven't been on a dating website already to start doing that, what in the world are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Especially now, where are you going? We're all at home. Get on the interwebs. Find you your boo. Okay. (laughs) All right, so from the wonderful, from the fantastic to the foolish, 
Oh my goodness. Um, so Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they had their reunion um, yesterday. But part two of the reunion, I was thinking I was going to wait till all they've done all the different parts and I'll just give my little, you know, summary of the whole thing all at once. But yesterday's um, episode was the funniest thing in the world. Now, let me go back and let you know, because I don't know if you go back and listen to the other podcasts that I did about the show. Um, I had said I wasn't going to get into another Real Housewives um, franchise and I'm telling you that this, this one, and, and I stated it in my, um, the prior podcast that I did, this one is actually really, really good. I like it so much because it's the most diverse off the bat. You know, there was no complaints and then somebody decided, oh, let's just add this new person straight off the bat there. It was, it's very diverse, um, and very, very controversial, like off the bat, like that's how it is. And, um, I appreciate it. And I mean, let's see what Beverly Hills comes up with, you know, this next season. Cause there, these girls are about to knock them off my, my list, but it's interesting. It's, it's, I like it because of, of the different flavors that these girls bring, um, to the show. Now I want to play, the sound bite, um, the, the, the part that is completely ridiculous. Um, and it's, um, it's Mary, Mary, quite contrary. The one who's married to her step grandfather. <sighs> and she's the first lady of her church. So there, you know, Andy's throwing all these questions at her and things. And I don't know. I don't want to call her a liar because some of her responses are not, they're not good responses. So she's not lying. Obviously she's telling the truth, but it's just so ridiculous that I, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. Um, she, she she uh was asked about her her relationship with her husband um if she uh was in love with him and she said you know i think so i think i love him um and I, that's okay i mean you can say that but um she was asked a whole lot of other things. The Jen Shaw, the one that she she's in, you know, constant conflict with. She's the um, she's the uh, Tongan on the show, and Tongans, well, the Pacific Islanders and things like that. A lot of them are black, obviously, but but they're Tongans, and um, so they're always going at it. Both of them. I don't know. Well. I know why. Uh, Mary, Mary, quite contrary, told Jen that she sound she smelled like hospital, um, and then she's always making digs at her about um, you know that she's ghetto and and all these different things. And Jen is trying to make it seem as if Mary does not believe that it does not does not she's racist against black people, I guess is what she's trying to say. Um, 
I mean, which that may be the case. I don't know. But her responses were not helping her out at all. I was like, lady, what are you saying? Like, where are you going with this? So <laughs> I want to play the sound bite um, um, of, of, of one of her responses that just like make me think, something's really wrong with her. Um, and she's, she's, she is not self-aware. She doesn't quite get it. <laughs> Asked her if she, um, you know, loves her husband and she said she thinks so. And then her reason for loving her husband is because he buys her Chanel They live in, they sleep in separate rooms and things. I mean, I think people, when they get older, um, they're allowed to do that. You know, when you get older, you, your body starts doing, having changes or, you know, you, you, things that you, your body does, you know, <laughs> things start happening. So it might be in your best interest to sleep in separate rooms, but, but this lady, I think her reason for sleeping in a different room is just so that she can, you know, admire her her closet f- filled with designer stuff that her husband buys her. You know, when I think about her, I think of who is it? Rumple Steel Skin? Is that his name? The one who? No, that's the one who did the the uh, spins the gold the silk integral. Is it him? The one I'm thinking about is the one who sits in his basement and he's counting um, gold, you know. That's what she, I just picture her in her closet and just, you know, dancing with her designer stuff that some of them just look ridiculous, you know, but dancing with her designer stuff and, you know, because that's what makes her happy. She, she, her designer stuff makes her happy. And that is, that blows my mind, like, Listen, 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 listen. I love designers just as much as the next woman out there. I love pretty things. I love nice things. I don't know who doesn't. But how do you make how how is that your reason for living? How is that the the thing that makes your existence? And and this is this is the wildest part about it. The wildest part about it is because she is someone who preaches the word, the word of God. She's she's telling you stuff from the Bible, and she just she's so very very materialistic. It's amazing. You have to watch the show because it's blow it blows your mind. Like every single one of these ladies, every single one of them is a complete contradiction to what she stands for or what she's supposed to believe in. It, it, it's just, it's like a, a, just an, ama- an amazing, you know, look into the, the, the human mind, the human behavior, the, you know, human sociology, how human beings behave. It's like, really, are you serious right now? That's what it's like. Um, so, uh, it, it's crazy. She, 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 <laughs> um, I'll go back to, I'll come back to her because I have to, I have to, that's really, I should have been prepared. I should have cued that uh, bit for you. 
Um, but, uh, she's, I mean, a lot of questions they asked her. She was just, she was just, she's crazy. You know, uh, one of the questions, do you like, um, so you don't like, she says, she, she says she's not racist that, and the way she explained it was that she was telling Jen that her, she doesn't like black guys. And then they asked her, but your husband is black. And she says, is is your husband white and or whatever? And she says, no, my husband is black. And then, and then she, she, I mean, she was just confusing me. And then she clarified it by saying, oh no, you know, she didn't want to make it seem, oh, it's all about colorism. But basically what she was trying to, to convey was that she's not into darker, you know, darker men. She likes lighter skinned men. And, and white men or whatever, but she didn't want to come out right and say it. And then she's like, why, you know, I'm black. And honey, these, these questions are just, oh Lord, these ladies are crazy. She got, she, you know, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to queue it up. But in the meantime, let me tell you about the other one. Uh, so Whitney and Heather, who, who Whitney is my favorite. And as the show continued, I started really liking Heather and I don't know if I liked her because of her. I think she's, she's, she's forthright. You know, she's, she's honest about, you know, her insecurities and things like that. And I think that's why I, I like her, um, <laughs> you know, the honesty about her insecurities. I think it's, it's a good trait. It's, it's you know, when you're aware of, of who you are, things that, you know, bother you or, you know, things like that. It's kind of good. Um, and it makes you open and people tend to, uh, be drawn to that, or I don't know if I should say drawn to that or, or relate to it because that's how, you know, because some of them maybe feel like that. I don't know. Um, but Whitney and Heather came, 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 came for, for Lisa. It was, it's hard to, to watch sometimes, you know. It kind of remind, it reminded me of um what is her name from Beverly Hills? That uh she's not there anymore. What is her name? I can't remember. You know, who the next season she came back and she was just going for it. And I was like, but that's not your attitude. That's not your temperament. That's not your character. You're coming off. It doesn't look authentic and you're coming off mean when you're not even mean. And so I think Heather was kind of leaning towards that a little bit. And I really hope she catches herself. You know, I understand how they felt about, you know, maybe the way Jen, not Jen, well, Jen too, but uh, Lisa, may have put them down and that's how they felt. But when I tell you they came for her in, um, in this, uh, episode, <laughs> it was crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like those two, especially Whitney. I mean, I think she's very self-assured. She understands who she is and, and she's good at reading people and things like that. Um, but yeah, they, they really came for Lisa. They're kind of like the opposite. They're the same and opposite at the same time, Whitney and Lisa, you know, uh, if that even makes any sense, but yeah. 
That was bananas. So um, let's see if this is queued up. Let me play this for you so that you can hear. Okay. All right. So I've queued it up. Let's let's hear this foolishness. Mary, a lot of comments on social media about your marriage to Robert Sr. It's, it's me. Logan from Roy, Utah wants to know, is there a will from your grandmother saying that she wanted you to marry her husband? Are there receipts? No, there's no receipts. So how was that wish conveyed? Well, my grandmother told me for herself that she wanted me to take her place. I told her, don't t- please don't say things like that. She's like, well, you think you're too good for my place? She told Robert as well. No. She did not? No. How did he find out that that was her wish? We prayed about it for two years, and we felt like it was God's will. I thought that the story was that your grandmother, before she died, said she wanted your current husband, your then grandfather, to marry you to replace her. So basically, Robert Sr. was 20 years younger than my grandmother. My grandmother felt like she rocked his youth. And so she says, if something ever happens, I want you to marry one of my girls because I know they'll be willing to treat you like you treated me. It seems, if we're going with this logic, that your mom would have been more age appropriate. Mm -hmm. My grandmother put everything into my hands. And then you talked about how the beginning of your marriage was awkward for you. Yeah. Robert and I was never close. Like I say, like Charlinda, she's my grandmother's brother's daughter, but I don't hang out with her. We're not close. Like Would the that make her your friends. aunt? Second, Second person. person. Okay. Person. okay. She cleans your house? Her and her mom. Her mom her too. Her mom. Yep. Your grandma's sister? Yes. Cleans your house? I mean, not like that. Yeah, I got help. They help me out. I have a big house. Right. It's huge. And they have a little apartment. So I pay their rent, they pay my house. Okay. I take care of them, they take care of me. I'd rather have family cleaning my house than any other. Okay. You know, she well, might be well meaning, but it just comes off your marriage to Robert Sr. Mm-hmm. Would you say today that even after all these years, it is one of an arrangement? Are you She's in love with him? I I say what I absolutely think I am. What's the age difference? Uh, 18 years. Oh, 18 years? Yeah. Is that the same age difference as you and Mm -hmm. your husband? Yeah, right. 18 years. Oh, I didn't know that. And amen. Thank you. Because if you're happy, I am. That's Whitney talking. Suzanne from Detroit, Michigan said, Mary, there are rumors online that say you were allegedly married before marrying your step-grandfather. Is there any truth to this? Yes. Did you leave your husband to marry your step-granddaddy? No, I did not. Leave my you know what? Step granddad. No, I. But I was married prior. I got everyone gets married younger in Utah. Uh, how old were you when you were married? Like 19, 19, 20. And what? And so, did you divorce him to marry your step grandfather? We got because divorced your... because he. We just got divorced for irreconcilable differences. Just put it that way, Andy. It had nothing to do with Robert Senior. Nothing. Was so. he? Around your age, or was he yes. older? He's he was. Yes, and I will never date anyone my age ever. Well, I right, no because desire. you're married. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <if I have. laughs> um.
I agree. I like older men. And how? And you've been married for twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. Mm -hmm. And are you physical? Oh, here we go. Um, maybe since the last few years, no. Do you sleep in the same bed? No. You have separate bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Got it. You can't go through a marriage for twenty-two years and be happy. Listen, listen to that. Like every single Chanel. <laughs> He's buying it for me. <laughs> I don't I, I have to buy my, myself anything. And all my designer things, Robert Sr. has gotten for me. And we're happy. <laughs> we're happy. Look at Andy's face. to take happiness away from me because it's hard to get. It's very hard to find. And if you can find that in a man, it doesn't matter where he came from. As long as. She said every single Chanel. Chanel, he got it for me. I can't. That that was ridiculous. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I think what's going to happen is she's going to go back. Because I'm sure they do. They go back and, you know, while they're filming all this stuff, this is the reunion, so this is happening as it's happening. But while they're filming the actual show um, throughout, they're not, they don't get to see themselves. They don't get to see what's being recorded. And then obviously when it's all said and done, then there's the editing and then putting it out there. So, you know, the way they put these clips together, yeah, maybe there's, the, it's like film trick, right? But for the most part, these are things that are coming out of their mouths. These are their behaviors. This is what they they see. Um, and uh, and the and and the season happened almost over a year ago. So now it's aired, and she's seen her behavior. And the and the reunion is the opportunity all the girls get to um clarify some things that were, were seen and, and maybe the viewers didn't quite get didn't understand why they did or said what they said and it's just amazing to me how these girls some of these things they don't they don't think you know that's ridiculous um shouldn't have said that anyway so that's that's very very quite contrary for you i can't wait to see what happens um in the the final reunion and taping and hey am i the only one who noticed this about these girls on every franchise after the very first episode of the very first season a lot of those girls um they go and get some surgical options you know <laughs> every not all the girls but for the most part a lot of them you, when you see them in your reunion, they look completely different from the way they looked through the season. They've had some augmentation here and there and things like that. But, you know, I'm not hating. I'm like, more power to you. Look, you know, do what you need to do to stay uh, relevant. <laughs> but anyway, that's my old tea some shade today, honey. That's what I said I was going to do. I was going to bring to you every now and then. But let's go back to the fantastic. Listen. Listen. If you have not gone to get you your little profile 
Planetary website. In this pandemic times, girl, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Now, I'm only talking to the people who are looking for love. If you're not interested, listen, this is not for you. These, these, I'm telling you these things. If this is where you want to be, if you're looking for love, get on that dating website. Work your profile. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? My next taping, I'm going to, I'm going to detail what you need to do on the dating website to ensure that you get people who are serious, people who want to match what you're looking for, you know, and uh, so that you can, you can get that person that suits you and suits, you know, who you want and, and what you want to want to give. All right. Thank you, Smoonies, for joining me on this episode and I'll circle back. Cheers. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.